Welcome back to the Where's Your Head At Hotline, our weekly show where we catch up with each other and connect with you all on our hotline voicemail. We want to hear from you guys, so please send your stories, questions, advice, or tea to Where's Your Head At Pod at gmail.com to be featured on one of our episodes. I'm Anna. And I'm Matt. Let's jump in. Good morning, Matt. Happy Easter. Good morning, Anna, and happy Easter to you as well. Yeah, and happy Easter to everyone listening. I hope everyone is filled up with all of the chocolate. If there's ever a time to eat chocolate, it's now, isn't there? Fuck the diet. Just (laughs) eat your chocolate. Well, my engagement party is coming up in two weeks. So I'm like, I've indulged. I gave myself like two days of heavy chocolate eating. And now I'm like, okay, back to healthy eating. Engagement party is in the very near future. I'm so excited. Yeah, well, you got to hit that diet, lean up, get ready for the <laughs> engagement party, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're fine as it is. Don't worry about oh it. Oh, my God. What is wrong? I'm off. I'm off. Matt's no. having an off day, guys. He's <laughs> I'm full. Don't chase me. I'm full of chocolate. You know that thing from The Simpsons? <laughs> Oh yeah. my god! No, I sorry. Engagement party real soon, isn't it? Fuck! I need to get an outfit for that as well. Do you not have an outfit? I could throw something together, or do I want to get something new? Mm. Go something new. Go something loud. What's the vibe? Well, I don't know if you know this, but I'm actually working with Helen O'Connor, and I am designing three engagement party dresses. You have three outfit changes. I don't – I think I'm going to end up wearing two of them because obviously for my 30th birthday I wore three and that was a lot of like getting ready time. I don't think – I think I underestimated it but I kind of wanted – I remember trying to get into the bathroom and you had it locked because you were doing one of your outfit <laughs> changes. And I was like, geez, I'll just piss off the side of this boat. This oh, race. my God. <laughs> but it was kind of like I was like doing an outfit for every decade. So that was kind of like representative of something. Now well, I've doing del- an outfit for every boyfriend. Before Michael. Fuck, I'd be getting changed. Fuck it. I'd be, wouldn't be out of the toilet. <laughs> Come out. Ta-da. Back in. No, but I was, to be honest, I was looking around for outfits for this engagement party, special outfits or an outfit, should I say. And um, I just couldn't really find anything. There was nothing that was like really blowing me away. So I've kind of teamed up with Helen O'Connor and I'm designing I have designed. I've actually seen them now. I've tried them on. They look incredible. I'm mm-hmm. like, I cannot wait to share these with everyone. And yeah, like I have the perfect peak. engagement party outfit. I'd like to see a sneak peek. I'm excited. That's yeah. cool. So they did, you collaborated with them and like told them what you'd like and all that sort of stuff. We literally designed the dresses together. So I, I kind of had an idea of like, I'll give a bit away. So one of the dresses is obviously white because I wanted one of them to at least be white. Long. And it kind of has like fabric coming off the shoulder. So it's like very elegant, very bougie. It's a bit Grecian because obviously I'm getting married in Greece. So it kind of like has a little bit of that. Um, it's cool to put all that into a dress and then it's your um, special dress for your special day. Yeah. And because like obviously I know lots of people on my socials follow me because they're also are recently engaged or they're having an engagement party soon. So I was like, I want to make something that feels really special, really expensive, and yeah. On now, brand with you as well. Now other people can wear these dresses on their special day. So I hope everyone loves them as much as I do. But yeah, I'm extra- I'm excited to share. Keep an eye out on my socials. That will probably drop on the day of or day after my engagement party. That's cool that you got a sentimental value to it. I like that. Yeah, I'm literally going to keep it forever. Keep them all forever. 
that's exciting. But yeah, I just have to figure out which which one I'm going to wear or if I'm going to wear two. I think it's two. I don't think I'm going to do three. But anyway, I enough to rest chat. I reckon you go hard and have all three. Do you? Yeah, do it. Fuck it. You only get engaged once. You do. Yeah. Or do you? <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope so. Let's hope you only get engaged once. I've been trying to convince Michael, though, to book flights with me because obviously our engagement party is in two weeks. And then after that, I've been trying to convince him to come to Bali because Bali, it's like 400 return to go to Bali. And you know That's how true. expensive it's been. It's been like $800, $900, $1,000 return. Yeah. So it's like almost halved. So I'm like, do we just get away? Do I go as well? I've never been to Bali. <laughs> Are you coming with us? Probably should. The three of us go. The three of us go. I we, need could, to, we could record some podcasts in Bali. Yeah, I need to get away. That'd be fun to go away to Bali. I've never been there. Is, that, what, is it on my list? No, I was going to say, is that how you're feeling at the moment? That you're just a bit in the dumps and want to get away? I'd love to get away. When was the last time I went away? I've, I've, got, I've got America planned. Hopefully that's coming up soon. I've got to buy the tickets for that. But Where do you want to go in America? I want to fly into LA. So I want to do it around football season. And then, like, go watch different footy teams in different places, maybe catch a wrestling show while there and drive. I want to end up from LA, drive all the way through Texas, um, Arizona and all that and end up in Louisiana. Nice. Yeah. That sounds unreal. Yeah, so that would be fun. Um, Just watch a bunch of footy games and then end up in New York, actually. So I want to do it so we go Halloween and Thanksgiving and then see the Christmas decorations in New York. Come back before the 1st of December. You've got your away for a while. I might have to join you out there. Yeah, you might have to. How are we going to do this podcast? We're going to be doing it remote. Remotely. Or you can come. I mean, we have spoken about going to LA together. We've never been on a holiday together as such, unless you count Fiji when we were on a TV show together. Don't, I don't count a that as a holiday. Ago. I don't count that as like a holiday. A stress. <laughs> do not count that as hell. No, we've never been on holiday. I don't know. What do you reckon? Do you reckon you could go with me on a holiday? I mean, we'll fly in Sydney. A where's your head out holiday? Oh yeah, I guess we could count. Uh, it was it was more of a work trip. More of a work trip. Still, we went away. But how was your weekend? How was Easter? Yeah, it was good. Just really nice. Hung out with family. Hung out with my nephew. So it's just been really nice. I'm I'm loving family time at the moment. I don't know if it's my age. I'm almost thirty one. Mm. Next next week is it? Yeah. Jeez, it's close. Crazy. It? It's funny though because like, you know how I was like very stressed about turning 30. I had like a bit of a, like I'm not going to say midlife crisis, but I had a bit of like a, a knee wobble. I was a bit worried about it. I had this the other day. Did you? About how old I was getting. Really? Well, I watched this movie. How old are you, like 27? Yeah, 27. <laughs> I watched this movie that I'd watched years ago and it was about like it's it's a stupid movie, but at the end they're talking about how they're not going to be young forever. And I remember watching it when I was twenty one, living in London, or twenty living in London, and I was like, I'm so young. I was like, I've got my whole life ahead of me now. Yeah. I watched it now, and I'm like, I remember that thinking that. And I'm like, fuck. Where's the last seven years gone? Yeah. Well, you've done a lot. Well, yeah. That's that's pretty much what like people said to me when I told them about it. like you've done a lot. You've got a lot to show for it. But I'm like, still. It goes quick. It goes quick. It goes quick. And it's funny because a friend of mine, she turned 31 in February, my best friend, Sarah, Mm -hmm. and she was like feeling really like off about turning 31. And I was like, oh, that's interesting because I thought it would only be the jump from 29 to 30. And she was like, no. Well, the thing is, is that when you go from 29 to 30, like the majority of our friendship group, we had parties and we had this big celebration and it was like – really fun and you know it's 30 is like 
you're in the very, very, very youngest side of 30. But then when you're turning 31, then it's like, oh, I'm still aging. And then I think she said it kind of hit her a lot harder because there wasn't the big party and celebration. Mm. It was just like another year. And she's like, fuck, I'm 30. But you're almost transitioning into a different period. Sorry, 31. Of, you're transitioning into a different period of your life though. Like instead of going to True. parties, going clubbing, you're going to what engagements, um, like engagement parties, weddings. Spending family time. Spending family yeah. time. It's just a different transition. But I kind of love it. Like I was always scared of that. And like, I, you know me, I was such a big party girl. Like I loved going out on the weekends. And now I just don't have the same appreciation for it. Like my appreciation lies more with hanging out with my parents and seeing yeah. Michael's parents and hanging out with Michael's sister and their baby and her partner and my brother, like, you know, going away on a family holiday to Hamilton Island was so nice, just, like, getting to really hang out with everyone. That's your transition, different priorities. Like, my mum and me spoke about this on a walk the other day, when I walk, and we both agreed that, like, because I spoke about the thing about yeah. how I watched that movie, and she said, uh, she said she doesn't think that I'll be so much about getting old she thinks in my mind i'll struggle with the whole like actual physical side of getting older like i'll still think that i'm young and you, you yeah you will definitely be like this 60 year old guy so acting like he's in his 20s yeah and you absolutely remember, i can see yeah, that yeah and i think that's what i'll struggle with and i'll struggle with the whole like actual physical side of aging and like i won't be like fuck i'm not like young kid anymore i don't yeah. look like i used to look i can't run go for a fucking five kilometer run, come home and just, you know, pull up okay. But I have a question for you. Like if you could go back to 20 right now, would you? Because I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't, no. Like I have so much more life experience and wisdom and knowledge and I I feel like an elevated version of myself. Like more so every year I age, I just feel like I come into my own so much more and I'm so like proud of how far I've come from, you know, the girl who was like rocking up to the club and getting like free drink cards and getting their friends into the club and getting paid $200 on the door every week. Like, you know what I mean? Like I feel like the progression of our lives, like there's so many cool different things that happen and like – you know, I've as long as you keep you. learning. How, how, hear me out on this. Do you know the curious case of Benjamin Button? I haven't seen it. It freaked me out. The, the <laughs> fucking trailer freaked me out. And I was like, nah, I can't watch it. I haven't seen it in recent years, but I've read bits of it. I've mm. watched it while it's been on like TV in the background. It, it actually does make sense because like when you're 21 and you can party all night, you can go out, you can live life. You have no money. Like, like, imagine having what you have now, the, the access you've got to what you've got now. But do you know what I mean? Younger? Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, imagine what you have now, but you're like 20. It'd probably be dangerous to be fair. It's very dangerous. <laughs> it would probably be fairly. Because like when you go it's to good Europe. good to be broke in your 20s, yeah, guys. Yeah, it probably is, yeah. Because like when you go to Europe, you're obviously doing it on a budget. You're like, what, 21? Yeah. That's fun, right? Like staying in a hostel. Like I've when would you stay times. in a hostel? Or if, if you could stay in a five-star. If you st- could stay in a five-star resort, don't tell me you're going to go to a hostel. Let's get real. But then if you're, but you're 20, you're in a hostel, you want to meet people. But that's what I mean. You wouldn't do it unless, you know. Unless you were 20. You were maybe yeah, on a budget. I suppose so. I mean, that's actually not the most true statement because my friend, Laura, she went to America recently and she stayed at a hostel because she was traveling alone and wanted to meet people and she had a great time. I would, if when I go to America, I was saying before planning that trip, I would probably stay in a hostel again. Like it was so much fun to meet people and like, yeah. I've stayed in a hostel once with an ex-boyfriend. We had a private room and the rest of the rooms were bunk beds and I was like... 
I, I didn't hate it. I'm going to say that. I didn't hate it. I'm not a hostel type of gal. You wouldn't be. I but remember. like I was, I, was, I was okay with having a private room. I remember we had a room when I was in LA. The best hostel ever. Recommendation for today's episode is the Banana Bungalow in LA on Hollywood Boulevard. Unbelievable <laughs> fun, right? So I'm in bed and <laughs> – Oh, God. We were sharing with these Germans and they've come in at 4 a.m. from whatever nightclub and – they did the most typical German thing you could do. They started cooking sausages like, <laughs> in the kitchen. Bangers and mash. Yeah, and they're like talking in German. And I remember the girls was like, tell them to shut up. And I'm like, shut up. And they're like, yes, yes, nine, 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 yes. You know, like that means no. Uh, <laughs> and then they just kept going. And then they went outside my window and started punching darts while eating their sausages. And I was just like, be quiet. So I can see how it's annoying, but fuck, it's fun though. They it's do all fun. the activities. They do all that. Yeah, it's good. I um, When me and Michael were in hotel quarantine, we actually met this German couple and they were travelling the world for nine months. They both quit their jobs, like, had saved up like a specific amount of money and then somehow it had ended up in hotel quarantine with us. <laughs> well, it was probably the wrong like, time to do that though. That yeah, period. but they travelled the whole time. Like really? they were like, we only have like two months left. So they've just done like a, what, like nine months of travel. Like they're probably not going to care if they go into quarantine for a bit because they've probably, they've not been home for so long. But I meant like the wrong time to travel was during that COVID time to do that. But uh, I guess you can't time life, you, know. you know, timing. You know. Well, circling back to Easter actually. Um, yes. I had a good weekend, just spent it with the family, did some R&R, relaxed. But um, what we do is we have a tradition at home. So yeah. do you remember in December, the 1st of December, me and my two sisters and mum go buy a tree, yes. a real Christmas tree, yeah. and we call it Treesha after my mum's mum. So yeah. we have to find the perfect tree that's short, fat, and like just a good tree like my nan. Like it's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> Sorry, fat's the wrong word. Voluptuous around the bottom. What did you say? Voluptuous, voluptuous, <laughs> whatever. I'm trying to think of a nice. Volu- voluptuous. That word around the bottom and it comes voluptuous. up. Voluptuous. The perfect Voluptuous. Tra- now I can't say it. Now you've like voluptuous. What's another word for it? Thick boned. Thick boned tree. A, a tree that has enough. Stocky. Stocky. That looks good. A good tree. <laughs> You know, the perfect Christmas tree. And after my, her, her name's Trisha, so we call it Trisha. I love that. That's yeah. very cute. So then after the Christmas season, we put it out where the bins are and we leave it there to dry out. And then every Easter, we sacrifice it and have a fire and sit around the fire pit and burn the Christmas tree. Wow. Burn Trisha. <laughs> Don't burn Trisha. You're cremating it. <laughs> yeah, we are. That's our tradition. Aww. So we do that every year. We did it on the weekend. It's good fun. I love your family traditions and I think it's so – it's such a great recommendation to start making more traditions. Yeah. Like, for instance, on Michael and I's first Christmas, we got like a little gingerbread house and we did that together. And They're then this surprisingly Christmas. surprisingly harder than you think. But it's so fun, right? Yeah. It's such a fun thing to do. And I love like starting traditions early because obviously in the future you want to kind of like carry those traditions on. So I love these traditions that you have with your family and I definitely want to make some more of my own. Yeah, definitely. Well, you know how sentimental I am, all this stuff. I love doing it, yeah. Well, I guess on that note. Let's jump into the hotline. Let's do it. Hello, you've reached Anna and Matt. We can't get to the phone right now. But please leave us a message on our hotline after the beep. Okay, so the hotline today is anonymous. Hi, um, just want to tell you my story. Um, I had an ex ex boyfriend um, a few years back. 
where um, he wouldn't leave me alone. He was stalking me for oh. months, turning up my house, peering into my living room windows. Oh my god! Um, dropped True a CD love. on my front of my car and and told me what. Um, um, track to listen to. Um, I went to Butlins on a girls' weekend, and um, I was walking into the pavilion, and I could see like boys dressed up, and there was a Spider Man. As we were walking closer, he took off his Spider Man mask, <gasps> and it was my ex partner. Um, so we like ran away because we found out that he was there stalking me dressed up. And um, we were on the dance floor, and Spider Man was walking around the dance floor and coming near to me, but obviously not knowing that I knew who he was. Um, told the bouncers and they wouldn't let him in anymore. Um, also went on holiday to Cyprus with um, my sister and my friend was working out there and we'd left and then a week later my friend's FaceTiming me saying, oh my God, your ex is here. I can't believe he's flown all the way to Cyprus to thinking you were here oh because he knew God. that I was going to go and see my best friend who was working out there. But we changed the date so I'm so lucky that I changed the date because he's flown all the way to Cyprus to follow me. So that's my wild, crazy story of um, a stalker responder. Oh, my God. Firstly, I love her accent. Yeah, How beautiful well. is that? Like, yeah. to listen to her. I could listen to her all day. That's nuts. That's really, really scary stuff. So the Spider-Man thing is a bit creepy walking around. How's he even allowed into a nightclub, pavilion, whatever it was, in a Spider-Man outfit? What was it, Halloween? Was it dress-up vibes? I don't know. Was it dress as your favourite Marvel character? People like that scare, scare me. Like, I've had people who I've dated who have really become obsessed once it's ended and have gotten to, like, a stalkerish level. But to follow someone to Cyprus and to be peering through their window... Peering like, through their window is so fucking like, creepy. That's like a line cross. Like, there's, there's obviously so many different layers to being obsessive over an ex, but that's, like on the very pointy end of being... I mean, I would call that dangerous. CD, though, is romantic. Listen to this track. I love it how these stalker stories come in and that first, like, impression is like, oh, that's romantic. It actually concerns me that you are, like, one of these, like, stalker people. I'm not. I'm just taking the piss. <laughs> I'm taking the piss. No, I... um Look, like, he obviously needs some help and she probably should at this point, if this... When, when that was happening, she probably could have, should have called like the police, maybe done a, um, what's the word, a thing where you can't, where they can't like, like come with a restraining order, AVO, whatever. Yeah. yeah, but like the police can't really do that much when it comes to stalking. Like, and then when you bring in the authorities, it really like elevates everything them. and triggers yeah. things. Yeah, like there's this show on Netflix actually about stalkers. Have you seen it? I can't even remember what it's called, but it's called Something Stalkers. Um, maybe it's just called stalkers and like it's scary to see like levels people have to go to for the police to be able to intervene. Like it's very, it's very, very triggering and scary. Shoom, if somebody's looking through your window, like that's enough to get a restraining order. I'd probably call the police over that. I'd call the police. It's hard, right? Because like when people become obsessed with you and you end things with them, there's like a small part of the ego. That enjoys it. That mild and i'm just talking from personal experience that mildly enjoys it because i'm like you really cared about me and like for instance that guy who kind of like fucked me over remember he was calling he was you know he wasn't a stalker but he was calling me like i reckon one day he called me like 30 times in one day and i was like did that release some serotonin absolutely but i was also like that's not normal and you probably need help but then there was a part of me that kind of enjoyed it. 
I can see I'm why not you would. Like, I'm not trying to out myself, but I'm just trying to be honest. No, I can see why you would enjoy it. Like anyone wants to feel but, wanted and but desired. There's, but there's a line where the, the enjoyment very quickly fades and it becomes extremely scary, especially from – I mean, I am scared of many males and just as a woman, like... You are very... Like, I... Yeah. We haven't really spoken about, like, my, like, fears and traumas and triggers and everything like that. But, like, there was a point where, like, I couldn't be... I couldn't get an Uber with a male driver. Like, I couldn't get an Uber at all. I would have an anxiety attack. And I had to go to therapy to get hypnotised. But I think we'll do probably do a bigger episode more on, on, that. on kind of why and all of that. But I think when it becomes like dangerous and it really like scares you, I think that's not okay. I mean, flying to another country because you think that they're there on those sort of days. Like people, like when you break up with someone, I, I think that it's common. If you know that they're going to be at a certain nightclub at a certain time, you sort of coincidentally yeah. Might be passing through. Like, that's okay. But flying to a different country. Yeah, it's scary. That's scary. But then, like, what's the level? In his mind, is he like, I'm making this big romantic gesture? You know what I mean? Like, what's the mentality of the guy who's becoming, like, stalker-esque? Can you give he, us some insight? Well, I've never been a stalker like that. But no. I think that maybe in his mind he could think that he's being romantic. Yeah. Maybe he thinks he's going to win her back by showing all the effort that he's putting, putting in, in or... Maybe she broke up with him and said, you're putting in no effort. So he's like, I'll show you effort. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows what's going through the stalker's head? Talking about getting guests on, we should get a stalker on to tell their side. Jesus. <laughs> Call out to all stalkers. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that many people are going to put their hand up, realistically. Call, phone in, give us a hotmail if you've stalked someone and tell us what was going through your head. Yeah, I mean, watch that Netflix series. It, it talks to lots of different stalkers and they do go into what does go through their head. Because what makes you think that, like, a woman is going to want you to rock up to places like that? Like... I don't think... It's just that, like, you're not afraid of, like, authority or you're... You're not, you got no shame, you're not afraid of... You've got of no rejection. shame when people, yeah. you know, if the police were to call them and say, like, this is really inappropriate, this is illegal, you're now not allowed to legally do this in their mind they're like that doesn't matter i'm above the law i can hold my love down exactly i can stop me from being from my love scary shit very 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 scary stuff i hope i hope you're okay and she sounds like she's okay she sounds like she's got a baby in the background she's yeah we did hear some kids in there they sounded very cute she's moved on and married hopefully and had some kids with someone thank you for the message okay so our next hotline is also anonymous so my ex-boyfriend had an iPad where he would just like watch, I don't know, YouTube and Netflix and whatever on. Um, and I just thought that that was the only thing he did on there. Anyway, he was in the shower one night and <laughs> being the girlfriend that I was at the time, I'm no longer like this. I was like snooping through his stuff because, I mean, to be fair, I had a gut feeling that he had something to hide. Yeah. And I opened the photos on his iPad and there were all of these sexy photos of all of my friends <gasps> um, on his iPad. So that was good to open up. Um Apparently they didn't send them to him, but, to you know, you never know. What? I was going to say, did they were they like ones that had been sent to him or were they ones maybe that like... 
Sexy photos. Like, what does a sexy photo entail? Is that like a lingerie photo? Is it like just maybe he's found, like, like it's wrong, but like taking print screens of like bikini photos they've put uploaded or something? Like, what is, like, what does that define? Like, but then she did say at the end, they said that they didn't send the pics to him. I think she needs to do more investigation. So then it sounds like sh- those photos that he has of the friends. That's, that's what I mean. Aren't on like social media. Maybe she sent them to another guy and it's gone around. Who's she? Well, the friends. Well, it's it's multiple friends. It's not one friend. It's like all of her friends. <laughs> I'm imagining like four girls that she's in her, her that are in her friendship group, and he's got like the devil works hard, but he works harder. That is fucked. Man. You know what? How many times have we said it? Woman's intuition. There is. Women's intuition, I agree. It really is. Like, it's so on point. I mean, yeah, she go, She went snooping and she um, found it. And if you feel like you need to go snooping through someone's phone... Then fucking go snooping. If they've got something that's on their phone, then it's fucking wrong and they shouldn't have it there. I agree. What were you going to say? No, I agree. I've, I've always never gone through... I've never gone through a partner's phone. Yeah, but why? Just It's just a boundary. I don't... Like, it's just... I don't... Do you know what I mean? I don't go through phones. I, I can see if you're feeling insecure and you want to go through someone's phone, like why you would, and I understand that, but... I've never felt like that. I've never had that intuition to go through a phone. What a fucking phone. blessed life you're leading over there, just casually relaxed. I mean, I've had some pretty fuckwit boyfriends where I've been like- Have you I'm, gone through their phone and found stuff? Absolutely. I've found people cheating on me by going through their phone. I had an ex-boyfriend who like slept with someone and the only way I would have ever known, because he never would have told me, was went through his phone when he was asleep. And what, he had messages with the girl? No, but he was telling the boys, I had sex with this British chick. She was really hot. The boys chap. The boys chap. The boys chap. I don't know. I don't like. I don't love a boys chat if it's disrespectful. Like I think there has to be boundaries and lines. Like what, I hate how boys are just like, ah, oh, but it's the boys chat. It's like, well, do you not still have respect, morals, boundaries, like – I mean, if you have a partner, you should be showing them respect no matter what. I, I, think a, I agree. A, a boys chat doesn't excuse. Like, I hate this like thing of like, well, it's the boys chat. It's like all bets are off. I can be a fuckwit. It's like, no. No, I, I agree. As long as there's like respect in there towards people. I obviously I agree now that I'm at a mature age. I 100% agree with that. Like, comment. obviously I do understand the concept of like, if you're talking to your friends and kind of wanting advice or sharing like, you know, I think stories the thing or whatever, that, but there just always has to be a level of respect maintained. I think what girls don't realise about guys and when they chat in those group chats, there is an element of, how do I put this? Like, not pissing, but like you want to sort of like one up, not one up the other boys, but like it's sort of like. It's like a banter it's thing. A ban- not even, yeah, there's a bit of banter to it, but then there's a bit of like you want to have the biggest dick in that. Co- Do you know what I mean? It's a pretty toxic environment. And I don't think many toxic girls. Toxic masculinity. Yeah, toxic masculinity, yeah. And I don't think girls sort of, if you were to read through one, would understand it and like. But why you, should we? Why should you understand it? Why should we have to? Well, you don't have to. Don't read it. <laughs> Like no one's making you read a guy's chat. Yeah, but why even have the conversation if you if you'd be embarrassed with other people other than the boys seeing it? Well, there's a reason there's no girls invited to it. It's because that's just we don't go through yeah girls chats and like see how girls chat. But we don't say anything bad in the other girls chats. Well, like you would say stuff about people, I'm sure. No, we don't. 
I'm like, what, what's everyone every doing? On, we send each other selfies on the couch on a Saturday you're night. You're telling me that these girls chats out there and they don't. Okay. Right. Okay. My, Maybe yours. Nat's saying, yeah, the girls, because my girls chat is called, yeah, the girls, just to update everyone. <laughs> <laughs> What's my group? I don't know. There's, you know, there's things that have happened recently with um, boys' chats that we've kind of privately discussed. So it's a bit of a triggering topic. It's a bit of a isn't triggering it? one. Yeah. Thank you, anonymous caller. Not from me, from you. Yeah. From, yeah. Yeah. I just think that because um, you because you have like a bit of a footy boy boy chat mentality, which I personally don't agree with. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't just know one's something. Dak is like, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Like I said we've we've conversated about this a fair bit, and we've had a lot of conversations about it. And I've, yeah, we're always evolving and getting better, we're aren't evolving, we? Evolving, yeah. I mean, if you can take it to anyone, everyone has different opinions about it. I feel. Yeah. Like, um, I've got family members that have said they wouldn't go through their partner's boys' chat. They understand that that's a. There's a lot of TikToks I've seen about it that are like. Um, that are like when you go to like heaven and God pulls out the, the, boys the boys chat. chat and he's like, you're not coming in here. Oh. But it's no excuse to talk and talk shit about people and be like almost pigs towards women or pigs towards anyone else. Misogynistic. Just, misogynistic say, or degrading. Yeah. yeah, there's no excuse for that. And that's what I see. But more I – what I'm trying to argue is more like the, the banter and more like the pissing, like trying to get the bigger dick in the conversation. That's just boys being boys. Do you know what I mean? I hate the saying boys being boys. I just – I can't accept that. Well, like it, I'm trying to think of an That's example. like an old school way of like thinking. We're not in the 1980s. This is 2023, baby. I'm saying like <laughs> when like someone says like, I don't know. An example is what I had like – you didn't even drink last night. It's like, no, I had this, you know what I mean? Like, you know, that sort of mentality, yeah. which I'm outgrowing. Um, but like, that's sort of the thing that like a lot of girls are probably like, well, we wouldn't argue about who was out longer, who had, you know what I mean? Yeah, but like if my friend was trying to argue with me who, who was out I'm longer. I'm saying this as an example. I would be like, you're this a loser. Is a, this is an example. <laughs> this is an example. This isn't that something that's happened. Yes. Yeah. I think maybe we touch on this in a more at one point. Maybe hit us up on our Facebook page if you would like to hear us talk more about our thoughts on boy chats because Matt and I have a lot of thoughts on this we've had many a debate in private um something happened recently maybe we can touch on that further and maybe do a whole episode on it you guys let us know all right that's all we've got time for today (laughs) sorry it ended on a bit of a (laughs) Mexican standoff from Matt and I We move on quickly we, from this, guys. We move don't on worry. quickly, yes, don't worry. It's just something that's been brought to our attention before and now that this anonymous caller, which I think Anna's slipped her 100 I actually You PayPal'd her $100 I to send that in. I actually have not. We find out it's fucking one of the, yeah, the girls sending it in. It's not, yeah, the girls, but anyway. One of her girlfriends sent it in. I'll stir the pot. It's fine. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> Okay, guys, until next time, make sure you leave us a review. We are currently looking at giving away some merch next week, I think it is. So make sure you review our Where's Your Head At on Apple, on Spotify, and be in with a chance to win some merch. Until next time. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.